If you're worried about our coverage of winter high school sports, um, you know, technically we're not even in winter. We've got a week to go till it's winter. It's pretty cold outside. Officially. It has felt like winter quite regularly, in fact, recently here in our Virginia Talk Radio Network footprint. Although today wasn't too bad. But we're wrapping up football season, high school football season, because we had local teams competing for state championships this past weekend. So to discuss that, a man who was over at Liberty University back in the old LCA stomping grounds to cover the LCA Bulldogs victory against Lafayette, which was followed or which followed the heartbreaking loss the Salem Spartans suffered on that last second touchdown pass that Phoebus got to escape. Ben Cates, newsadvance.com, back with us once again here in the fast lane. Ben, a pleasure to speak with you. We hope you're well. First of all, hopefully you've been able to kind of catch your breath and reset as we wrapped up with high school football season and get ready for winter sports season and uh, hopefully for you, not too many weather delays either. <laughs> yeah, Ed, thanks for having me. I don't know if I've reset yet. I'm still, still working on uh, Liberty football uh, coverage right now as they head to the bowl game. But, um, but yeah, gearing up um, toward, toward winter, uh, which should be an interesting basketball season, I think, on the high school scene and and then obviously, yeah, that uh, that state championship game was was just very dominant LCA performance and um, really really hung tough against a Lafayette team that didn't show up in the first half and then and then came out and was uh, on fire in the in the second half and and LCA was able to prevail in that one. The LCA game is the one we'll get to first, even though it was less you know it wasn't as anti it was more anticlimactic. It was less in doubt than the Salem uh, Phoebus game. But for LCA, it was not supremely dominant, but didn't it feel like they were in control of that game the entire way, even when Lafayette made their run in the early second half? Yeah, you know, I've talked a lot about LCA and how it adjusts defensively, and I think there were a lot of adjustments in the second half that that the team had to make. Um, but yes, it did. I mean, anytime you get out to a 21 nothing lead and you're... You feel like you can score at will if when things get tight. Um, you know that that kind of made the difference in the game. You know that first half performance that LCA put together um, with Gideon Davidson scoring all those touchdowns for LCA in that in that first half, and it was just too much for for Lafayette to really come back from. Um, you know they were able to put put some things together and and really tried to have a better game plan to contain that offense that LCA was putting out there in the second half. Um, and, you know, did a good job reeling off a couple touchdowns there, but the the deficit was just too insurmountable. Ultimately, that's a big part of it. And how much does that go to the coaching staff of LCA, as Ben Cates is with us here from newsadvance.com in the fast lane, and the fact that they always seem to understand and th- this championship run is only one of the many examples, really. But they understand game awareness and how to get control of a game and therefore be able to manage the inevitable ebbs and flows that will come. Yeah, Frank Rocco, as the head coach, is very good at that sort of thing. And I don't know that there are too many things, um, nuances as a head coach that Frank is not good at. Um, he's very knowledgeable. And then when you put together a staff that, that he has been able to to put together, um, you know, just the, there's a ton of experience on that staff, 
and uh, some very knowledgeable guys, and and um, that showed throughout the entire year, and and it and it really showed in that in a in a couple of key games this year, you know, against Salem on opening night, when um, or you know when LCA got what at that time was its biggest win probably of its of its tenure, and then uh, against Jefferson Forest on the closing night of the regular season when that game was tight in the first half, and, and LCA came out in the second half and really, you know, made some adjustments. And then in the state championship game, too, that was it was obvious. So, so yeah, those those guys have done a great job of, of getting those kids ready and understanding all the schemes involved and, and keeping a level head. And then the game itself. You know, for LCA, we've we've mentioned this, but they've also been able as a program, and they deserve credit, of finding a way to get role players that understand their role and can complement, let's be honest, the two superstars who are both committed to Clemson and have one more year left, scary as that may be for the rest of the area. Uh, but the ability to mesh that really well to know that you can control a game and then when you need the explosiveness, it's there as well. Yeah, you know, as as far as playmakers go, I mean that the state championship game it was it was the Gideon Davidson show, um, and LCA kind of used a couple of other guys in there, you know, at times, but but um, Gideon was the one that was providing all of the yardage basically, um, and with obviously with the help of that offensive line, we can't forget that. But um, but throughout, whenever LCA has needed to give Gideon an arrest or has needed to go to other playmakers throughout the year, they've been able to do that. And those guys, you're right, seem to have understood their roles and, and are have been um, also key contributors as well when, when called upon. Ben Cates 8, Twitter, newsadvance.com are the ways to keep up with Ben Cates, who's joining us here in the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and Fast Lane at Lane wherever you listen to podcasts. Ben, uh, the, the season for LCA as a whole to win a championship, joy, relief, a combination. What was the sense you gathered from a team who had made this state championship their goal since the disappointment of the last couple of seasons and finally able to seal the deal? Yeah, there was a, there was a, I think there's always happiness when you win a state title and that, there it was certainly there. Uh, but LCA has, has has been very businesslike in its approach this year, and um, not a ton of celebrating um, out there throughout the year. And you know they they had their moments to to kind of you know take everything in on the field at LU after the game. But um, these kids also just are are so like I said businesslike, and um, and you know by the time uh, we got to talk to them in the in the press room you know they were they were um they were very just sure of themselves you know um i don't know how else to put it just um not not a not a ton of of joy kind of overflowing there but you could say relief i guess but uh but just just a very business-like approach ben it's amazing to see the level of maturity for that you you wrote an article right before the championship for newsadvance.com on Coach Rocco and his second stint as the football coach at LCA, what did he learn from the first stint to the second stint that helped him and his staff be able to keep this team level-headed through the entire ups and downs of the last couple of seasons, and including uh, Saturday's championship win against Lafayette? 
Yeah, um, my colleague Emily Brown wrote that story, actually. But, I, you know, I've known Coach Rocco for a long time, and I think when he kind of took the reins back um, after focusing on his – taking some time out to focus on his athletic director duties there, uh, he came back with kind of a, a, a renewed focus of what it takes to win in the Virginia High School League. And um, obviously he, he knew that there was a young guy coming up named Gideon Davidson who – um, coming up from the elementary and middle school ranks, who would one day, you know, be be a be a powerful force. But you've you've also got to harness that, right? And you've got to you've got to groom that talent. And um, he seems to have done it. You know, he's he's always done that with quarterbacks. It seems like uh, gets gets guys in there who are able to, uh, you know, throw the ball or do whatever and to to control the offense. But um, he's also been good at just at, at grooming football players in general, um, and you know whether it's linemen or or um, or running backs or quarterbacks. So, yeah, I think coming in with that renewed focus of you know we're we're going to compete in the in the VHSL and we're we're going to do it um, in a way that um, is is going to make statewide attention. You know. Indeed, and it's paid off for this program, and you know a lot of the little things added up to an undefeated season and a state championship uh, at fourteen and zero. One game was taken out of the schedule, but still a great accomplishment for LCA football. Meanwhile, the game before that, Ben, have you ever seen a finish at this kind of level, like Salem's loss to Phoebus, where they gave Phoebus a game, but ultimately lost on a last-second touchdown pass? Man, I didn't actually see that play happen, but I heard about it immediately, and um, and then was able to to read about it and see it afterwards. But, um, gosh, what a what a kind of demoralizing play there uh, at the end. If, if you're Salem and Phoebus, just you know has that speed. Um, we knew knew going in that that was going to be a heck of a matchup, and it lived up to its billing. You know when you throw it through a pass i think it was a, more of a screen kind of thing and then he's able to run it in there it's just um it's a testament to phoebus moving up in their first year in class four winning it that, that just shows how how dominant and how athletic a lot of those kids are and and um it, yeah that that was a crazy ending I'm going to take a quick moment to pat myself on the back because you know nothing says modesty and professionalism quite like sounding you know egotistical but I never quite understood how people thought. You know, I completely get how people thought Phoebus would win this game, but the the idea that Salem could at least keep it competitive when you got two kids that are off to the SEC and the linebacker Chris Cole, who had plays in that game, and of course Peyton Lewis, who found the end zone as well. He's going to Tennessee. Cole is going to Georgia. Um, but you know how much of that speaks to the ability that when you have that next level of talent, it makes for a real fun matchup, which is what we got. A team that has. Two SEC caliber players in Salem versus a program that's been as dominant as Phoebus was, and fans who saw that game were treated to a thriller as uh, as you would expect. Yeah, just just a you know a ton of really uh, you know top notch talent on that field in that matchup. You know we've seen it you see it sometimes uh, not 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 all of the time in a state championship game, but you know I go back to. Uh, a few years ago when when uh, Heritage won the whole thing and, you know, Heritage had uh, two, three, maybe four guys who went Division One on that on that team. And, um, you know, any time that you have 
that kind of talent going against each other on the field, it, it makes for for really, really interesting. It kind of takes things to the next level, right? Um, and then the challenge, I guess, is to get your other guys who, some of whom maybe overlooked, some of whom are super talented and don't get some of the credit they deserved, and some guys who are new to the sport too. I mean, that's what's so unique about high school football is you've got kind of a hodgepodge of, of kids and you've got to get them all to work together for a common goal. And anytime you can do that, uh, and and get to a state championship game, I think you're doing something right. Indeed, and it speaks to that. Speaking of doing things right, Ben Cates, we know he is, for newsadvance.com, and he shared some of that insight today in the fast lane. Ben, thank you for your time. It's great to chat with you as always, and we look forward to more of these uh, next week as we get ready for the uh, Christmas holiday. Thank you, Ed. I always appreciate you guys. Ben Cates with us here in the fast lane. When we return Trey and I will keep our seats. Plus, feedback has come in on the NBA suspension of Draymond Green. We appreciate that. As well as Al Michaels out for the playoffs. All of that's still to come. This is the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.